0: Lock Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, you have heard the best. You've heard the greatest. They're currently offline because it's an issue of iTunes, something about a hack. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen, for your ears only, WrestleCast Radio. EWI sucks. Ladies and gentlemen, Richie Ruse. Well, i tell you something, Bulldozer. I am impressed. I mean, I can't come out here and I can't squash an apple with my bare hands. It does show that you do have a lot of power, and you are a man to be respected. But you know, I tell you, I can't come out here and I can't crush an apple, but there's one thing I can do, and that's step into the ring and fight as hard as I know how to do and do the best job that I know how to do.
1: And tonight, we're going to search for the next WWE Diva. Now, to vote for these beautiful young ladies... You have to vote. Go to
0: <laughs> the,
1: go to uh, go to uh, WWE. Dial eight six nine four six and vote for <laughs> your you favorite Diva Search contestant and text message Thank your God. favorite Diva Search girl.
0: And starting this moment from now, from this moment on. This will be the moment, starting now, of the genesis of Cuddy. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me at this time, Brock Lesnar, Curtis Axel, and Paul Heyman. I just wanted to get your comments on what just transpired out in the ring there between your two clients and your former best friend, CM Punk. That's the best... Of the best, of the best, of the best, of the best that this world has to offer. I'm the beast and the best in the world. Paul, say something stupid. You say
1: your name is Finley and you love to fight. I say your name is Finley and you're a bastard. Wow. Wow.
0: Say that. so you're the man that rules the world they call me the Shockmaster. you you rule the world long enough Sid vicious get ready come on you want a piece of me you want a piece of me come and get me come after me sid i'm ready along with davy boy sting and dusty roads We'll see you at the Fall Brawl at no, the Four no, no, Games. Until then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is Russell Cast Radio
0: with your hosts Ryan Cook and Alex Mello.
2: Flipping the script, this time it is Alex Mello and one of his long time, uh, not only friends, but wrestling, I, I would say kind of like the the guy that opened the door to me, as is, is, you know, when, when uh, our, our guest host hosted uh, sometime last year, the guy that got me into like non-WWF, like in my formative years, where Ryan kind of did that in my adult years, uh, but Mr. Dave Ritter, Welcome to the show again. My, I guess the original taskmaster in my wrestling life. Uh, How are you, sir? I
1: would say we are
3: we are brothers in the D- dungeon of doom that is Park Forest wrestling fans.
2: <laughs> it is. Thank <laughs> you, you for having to to me. It, it is
3: good to hear from you. Yes, yes, yes. Glad to be back.
2: Oh my gosh, uh, 2018. What what a hell of a year. Let's just say. Um, just because I, I'm not sure about you, Dave. But I again, I had my eyes open, you know. Not only you know being more focused into New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, which I, I think they're some, they're doing something pretty soon here. I'm I'm not sure. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Uh, but you know now mm-hmm. getting into DDT um, as well as uh, you know trying to get into some Tokyo Joshi Pro Joshi Pro, uh, but progress is is taking a lot of of my time, you know as well. Um, some NXT UK but the WWE has definitely had a a shift change if you will where you know it's no longer the the days of the big man the roman reigns is Brock Lesnar's if you will um but it seems like it's transitioning to the man which you know we'll we'll talk about you know kind of the rise of of the man Becky Lynch um as well as the the women's evolution not only a show name but you know kind of as the whole general idea of of 2018 And just how, you know, did the WWE drop the ball? I don't know. We'll get, you know, our our, our perspective on that. Uh, Fox doesn't think so, you know, since they're shelling out a billion dollars here and there. Um, But, of course, the other uh, big news uh, that happened, besides it being, you know, the brand-new year, um, AEW finally becomes official. Um, We'll kind of break down into that. What's AEW, you'll ask? Uh, Again, we will break into that and No jokes aside, the biggest wrestling show of the year, and it's only January 4th, Dave. uh, New Japan, Wrestle Kingdom 13. I haven't been this excited for a wrestling event since Wrestle Kingdom 12, it seems like, Dave.
3: Yeah, it's huge, and it's tomorrow, and
2: can't wait. I mean... Obviously you you probably have watched a little bit more New Japan, you know, prior to you know, when I started, probably about three years ago. So about Wrestle Kingdom ten. Um Ryan still thinks it's a nine, but but I'm gonna go with ten. Um did, did you watch any of the Wrestle Kingdoms, you know, kind of before, you know, uh the, the Omega uh Kenny Omega uh sure. Kazuchiko Okada. I mean, were you familiar kind of with the brand sure. prior to that?
3: Okay. Um so I had some exposure to um, some of the stuff they had been doing at Wrestle Kingdom through my older brother. He was always a big fan of guys like uh, Nakamura and some of the stuff that they were doing with chaos. And he would send me links to matches here and there. And then seeing, uh, I remember the first time seeing Nakamura and Ibushi, uh, their match at Wrestle Kingdom really opened my eyes that there was some uh, amazing talent uh, across the world. And from there, you know, it's such an amazing uh, age to be a wrestling fan with just a few clicks of the mouse, um, a couple well placed searches, and at your fingertips are so many, so many matches from so many different promotions, mm-hmm. and you can just go down a rabbit hole. And next thing you know, <laughs> you're watching like the evolution of uh, Naito over the years, and you're seeing every single Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom entrance and you're telling his whole story, mm-hmm. and then you get so emotionally invested. I also particularly became very fond of the promo videos they would do uh, before ah. every uh, big Wrestle kingdom. And those always. Uh, that guy's
2: hype, so, by the way. They're, yes. Yeah. They're, yes. They're, the voiceover uh, guy. <laughs> he, um, as, as we are joined now by, by the technical legend, Brian, uh, technical legend, Ryan Cook, Ryan legend, why not? Um, you're a legend by being in Tokyo right now. Um, oh, thank you. But, I mean, some of the snaps you showed me <laughs> of the events, it seems like they still have that same promo guy, huh?
1: I, I can you hear me okay? First and foremost, I'm using yes. my computer's mic. Okay. Um, the, the 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 particular snap I sent you, I thought that was the same guy. Um, he was all, he, That was just that show. It was. It oh, wasn't okay. every show. So it was just that one. But I was like and i believe it was the big japan show um the deathmatch mm-hmm. night last night and i looked at it and i'm like i think it is i said i better take evidence and send it to alex
2: <laughs> <laughs> i got to hype that work i was like oh man i don't know what he's watching i want to be right there and just oh, and literally you were there when some guy just uh brought some other gentleman and just started <laughs> what whacking him in the audience and the, as well oh, as the version God. of the young lions those chops
1: and kicks and so the the one guy was Yuki ok- Okabayashi and he was, he's the one who came with Daisuke Sakamoto to challenge Shuji Shikawa and Suwama after the all Japan show ended the, the first night. Um, I don't know who the guy was that he was fighting. Cause I really don't know a lot of big Japan. I literally went from Masashi Takeda, uh, <laughs> which he took a bloody tongue out picture with me. So that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, he's, I mean, they are kicking and ch- I mean, you how, heard how loud those were. And they kept getting yeah. closer and closer. And before this, Isaiah goes, hey, we're sitting in the first five rows for every show that we're pretty much going to. You think it's a better idea to sit farther away on the Deathmatch show? And I kind of agree. They, the Raptors were holding their arms out and holding bags for the, the the fans so when the light tubes broke, they wouldn't fly into the crowd too much. So it was a smart <laughs> idea. But then when I get some dude crushing me because he's getting chopped and kicked so hard, he fell over. Um, and then the young lion... <laughs> The young man fights back and hit him yeah. with the hard forearm I have ever heard in my life. And then he just kicked him in the chest like the dude on the boondocks did. Um, <laughs> and I was like, well, he's – and he fell over the guy's body, which then crushed my foot even more. And I'm trying to pat the guy on the back like, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then the other dude just falls on him. And then Yuki Okabayashi just walks away. I was like, good God, man. <laughs> and then I looked at Isaiah, and Isaiah's like, well, we tried. And the guy next to me was terrified. He's like,
0: oh – <laughs> it's just, just like the moment. time.
2: What, what is it with you and Japanese promotions, Dave? Remember, we went to uh, the Dragon Gate show, and every time, oh yeah. you know we were in the vicinity. We're, there was a wrestler there. There was a John Moxley. Yeah, somebody slipped uh, into Bryan our lap. <laughs> they gave
1: away my location. <laughs> hey. So when we ran into Stronghearts uh too, I was like, Oh Shiva, yeah. like you know, it's it a pleasure meeting you, met you in two thousand nine in Chicago. He's like, Oh, very long time ago And then he like <laughs> tackled me down and then so Isaiah snaps a picture and he's like on top of me. I was like, Oh my god, is he gonna try to put me through this table? And then I'm thinking that whole that whole uh me pitting so much thing may actually happen because this is at the TDT show, but I'm the one getting put through a table here. And then T-Hawk slides, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm done. So I just tried to smile the best I could. Isaiah's like, that was a great picture. I'm like, yeah, it was something.
0: But I, I bought the
1: shirt, too. I tried to get a picture of Tajiri, but he wanted me to buy his shirt, and I didn't have any yen, so he sat back down. I was like, damn.
2: He oh, should have misted you. Well, that probably caught a picture
1: I did get this, though, too, Alex, uh, for a proper intro. If you can go through the scroll, there's something that says, Play me, Alex. You want to hit that for me?
2: Bing, bing, (laughs) bong. No, there is not. Really? I see something really cool that I'll play later. Um, Is it under banter, good sir? It should be just under P. P, like that. Like very p- it. So, how's the aura in Japan, by the way? But one second.
1: Hey, this is Joe Doring. I'm here at world
3: famous Corgan Hall. What's going on? It's Sammy Guevara, the best ever. And you, yes, you
1: are listening to Wrestlecast Radio, baby. Oh. Wrestlecast Radio. It's the number one podcast in all of wrestling. Yeah. Hey, yeah, we Joe Doring, Sammy Guevara. I wanted to say hi. That's Joe Doring. Had a long conversation with him. He's a good, good Milwaukee boy. I'm in Western guy, so we had, we had to get them on. Ah, Isaiah got us the um, the Joe Dorgan, and then I got the Guevara one. Whoa,
0: Isaiah! Yeah. Isaiah's doing sure. more
1: work than Demetrius did at Starcast, that's for sure. No offense, Demetrius. <laughs> so,
0: Ryan, I gotta <laughs> ask fair. what it was <laughs>
3: like. I gotta ask. Uh, Alex mentioned what was my you know exposure to wrestling in Japan, and I used to have a tape, a VHS tape, from my older brother that had all these matches from uh, like best of the Super Jays tournament. And you posted a picture of meeting Otani, Shinjiro
1: yes, Otani. Otani yeah.
3: He he was in one of those tapes and was so
1: badass.
3: And I always wondered <laughs> what happened to this
1: guy. Oh, well, he he stuck around in Pro Wrestling Zero One a lot, and Zero okay. One just never got huge. Like they were they were huge like over here, but I mean that was Masato Tanaka Start Promotion too. Um hmm there's a lot of good zero one 1 stuff you can find, but it's more early 2000s. I got to ask you ironically, because I, I, I tend to sometimes get these things right. The tape that your brother used to show you, was it a high spots tape where it had the white label
3: on it? Uh, yeah, it was a white label. Was um, he, it had matches with, uh, like, was it was Logan, part, it was like day one of the tournament. What's up?
1: Yeah. Did low key wrestle uh Fujita? This guy named Fujita no, It, like, it okay. was
3: older it was a lot older than that. It's like okay. Gato is in it, Guerrero, oh, Benoit.
1: Sweet, so you had the actual Super Junior. I had a I had this random su- uh like best of the junior tape from High Spots, but it was like <clears throat> all these different companies. Because I was gonna say if that was the one it has the old zero one match with Mara Fuji when he first started on it.
0: Ooh oh, he, is. Not,
1: he is badass. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only show we didn't get to. Uh, the zero one show was the day we got here. And by the time we checked in and, and, and got something to eat and blah, 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 figured out where Cork, cause so it's a blow your mind too. But so that's why we just went in there and I, I bought the Masado Tanaka shirt and got the picture with Tanaka and got a picture with Okani. Um fighting uh, spirit. That was pretty awesome. But uh, so Corican hall is on the fifth level of, of a little mall across the street from the Tokyo dome. So every time you see what? a fork and Hall match, you're on the fifth floor. What?
0: Of
1: yeah, it's bonkers! Holy it moly! It blew our mind. We're we're going. We had to take an elevator up there, and we're like, "What in the hell is going? How is this, this big wrestling venue in the fifth floor?" So, oh my gosh, that was that was bonkers. But uh, if anyone's got the streaming service, All Japan, the the two new New Year's Wave shows were just tremendous. Uh, Kento Miyahara and Kai probably four and a half easy, maybe higher, setting the pace for uh, for this year. Well, obviously uh, seven hours from now it might all change with those two being in the match <laughs> of the year running. Um, uh, it was just tremendous. Huge big hoss fight. Uh, Dylan James and Joe Doran took on Suwama and Shuji Ishikawa, the violent giants. Um, that was a really <laughs> good tag there. Um, big news for all Japan. Shuji Ishikawa signed a contract with them not making him freelance anymore so the place was going
2: bonkers for that one hey um, can we get a t-shirt with me and dave that's called the violent giants so we can get it on our program <laughs> <laughs> com forward slash wrestlecast which by the way starting today all the way to january 7th enter the coupon code wrestlekingdom get 20 percent off we got three awesome shirts WrestleCast radio but again com forward slash WrestleCast
3: I was it is so it cool so- that you guys have a shop through Pro Wrestling Tees. They do such <laughs> great work. I love that place. I love the store. <laughs> we got the tour in the back and see the, the printing room and the showroom and everything. And it's so cool that you guys are doing business and partners with them. Congratulations.
1: Well, not to put the pressure on, but I can't wait to get my email confirming that Dave Ritter has bought these Showtime Lakers or Vikings, whatever yeah. you want to call them, <laughs> uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. Don't worry, yeah. I'm
2: working on a uh, Monsters of the Midway style, Dave. But but the, the, okay. the Showtime is, that. is awesome. It's awesome awesome i love the five yeah. that's for sure
1: yeah once we, we have to sell a certain amount of shirts that we can we can actually have seven and uh i was telling alex we should have a silhouette of hulk hogan holding a shirt that says that's andre's shirt since alex always says that and i laugh every that he says that <laughs>
0: i know this shirt this is andre's shirts you're you're you're, ble- probably- you're bleeding oh you're bleeding. <laughs>
2: It's probably like one of five things I remember of WCW I have no idea why Um, Speaking of WCW before we get back um, To Japan here before Ryan uh, heads on out Because you know it's only a couple of hours away Um, Unfortunately uh, Of course famous WCW uh, WWF uh, Announcer Interviewer personality The guy that did not take Any guff from anybody not even Andre the Giant, Palm. Unfortunately, uh, we experienced the passing of Mean Gene Okerlund. Uh, Again, a huge focal point, you know, I I would say not only for us, the generation before, hell, even the generation before, guy, Midwestern guy, you know, Minnesotan, born, you know, actually about 45 minutes away from where I reside, um, out in Sisseton, South Dakota. Um, So I definitely will be checking out uh, that area to pay my respects, but guys, we'll, we'll start with, uh, we'll start with Ryan. Mean Gene Oakland. What did he mean to you? Oh, he was, he was always a tremendous interview. He's got so many famous things,
0: good
1: or bad promo wise, that will always make him stand out as a guy. Um, You know, his, his, the the stuff of Ventura was always fun too. Kind of like, you know, we talked about the monsoon era, but Oakland would always, would always just have witty I mean, obviously, people are going to remember the Rick Rude uh, where the sign falls, is how funny that <laughs> was. But I, I'm always going to remember that he's the guy that was in the ring when the NWO started. I mean, he was yeah. in the ring with one of the biggest, bo- almost the boom. I know the attitude era is the boom, a lot of people say, but there would have not been an attitude era had there not been a Hulk Hogan heel turn in the NWO. Mm-hmm. And. Excuse me. So that's always a huge one. I mean, even the end of WCW, I remember, I think it was fall brawl 99, the natural born thrillers are doing an interview and he starts giving crap to Mike Sanders and Sean O'Hare says something. <laughs> and he was like, blow it out your ass O'Hare. I got guys that'll take your kneecaps out.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, it's just, there's, there's so many good moments with Gene and and you know, even, even the ridiculous legends house show, which I watched, um, yeah. Just to see the other light of it. it it's always fun. It, he will be greatly missed. Um, 76 years old, I believe, was was how old mm-hmm. he was, but I may be wrong. But, um, yeah, it just – they don't make him like that. I mean, even AJ Styles brought him back that one time for the, yep. for, the for his interview back today. So, kudos, kudos to Gene, RIP.
2: Do you think he was a reason, Dave, why so many stars of that era got over? Obviously, with him getting – it start with AWA, but I mean, it made the personalities of Hogan, you know, of Andre, hell, let's be real, your guy, the macho man, Randy Savage, I mean, how how big right. do you think he was of getting these these guys over?
3: He was huge in that he understood what different talent needed from him, and he understood how to get that out of them in a way that... Uh, was such a natural uh, presence on camera. He could play the straight man so perfectly, literally face-to-face with macho madness. Macho man going mm-hmm. off the wall, bonkers, crazy, and he's not breaking, knowing exactly where to take him, knowing exactly what buttons to press, and how to get the complete best out of him. When I think of those moments with Min Jean Uh, And Macho Man, obviously, cup of coffee in the big time, promo, yesterday's garbage promo, um, the Tito Santana crying towel, and how
0: (laughs) Macho would be going
3: crazy, and... Mean Gene would have a way of, like, slightly flirting with Elizabeth if she was there or if she wasn't. (laughs) Yep. If she was there, he would always, like, say something to her and, like, be real nice to her. And he would get that other side of of Macho Man to come out and just the -the off-the-wall lines that would come out in those interviews. His interviews with Hulk Hogan, obviously. You know something, Mean Gene? I mean... Mm
0: -hmm. They
3: could go on and on, and then later in the years when he jumps over to WCW, how many times he kept a straight face with huh. Ric Flair saying "Me, by God, whoo Gene." I mean,
0: Woo, <gasps> unbelievable, unbelievable <laughs>
3: moment that he was there for for so many, so many years. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the generation before us, and even the generation before that, all benefited from uh, Me and Gene Oakland.
2: I mean it's crazy, right? Like there really hasn't been any backstage interviewers that have had that I mean, I guess Michael Cole, but I mean he was transitioned into the broadcast booth pretty pretty quickly. But I mean him and Coach, but again I, I guess neither of them, I guess Coach more so than Cole, has had, you know, a, a lasting presence on backstage interviewers. But yeah, his uh, uh his legacy
3: goes long. Long and uh, he will be missed. That's for sure.
2: Yes, yes. Rest in power, there, Gene Oakland. Also, um,
3: also, just one last thing. You, you had me on when Bobby the uh, the brain oh. passed away, and now you have me on when me Gene passes away. <laughs> no. If you have, have me on for, for Jesse the Body Ventura for me to do my bad Jesse the Body Ventura impression, <laughs> then I'll, I'll I'll come back on the show.
2: <laughs> yes, I mean no. Um,
3: is Alfred Hayes still alive? Quick quick! someone Check on Lord Alfred Hayes
2: (laughs) On it (laughs) (laughs) So uh, again um, Ryan the aura right now Obviously this is Wrestlemania Weekend but in Tokyo Let's be real Wrestle Kingdom week um, It seems like since you have like 10 days of shows there um, (laughs) I mean is everybody like Legit just gearing for What's going to go down in a few Hours or is it more of you know it's like hey i i'm more into DDT or Noah or all japan you know or is everyone's focal point on the dome tonight
1: well when, when we went to big japan this this maybe like 12 year old kid in front of me was try, was buying a towel and getting a picture with masashi takeda who like I, you know as you saw it was bleeding still and uh, <laughs> the kid was like having a stroke and excitement he's like ah! I was like, oh, my gosh, this is getting super high. <laughs> That's the highest I've seen anybody. Um, to be fair, I haven't noticed anything crazy different. Um, last night after the DDT show, there was um, a group of people outside, uh, uh, some Japanese people and some American people, I think, or, or British people, and they were mingling and yelling chants and stuff. But that's the only thing I've ever seen. It's been very calm and quiet. And, I don't know. I mean, Interesting. like, it's and we ran into Brandy Rhodes at a Taco Bell, and that's like even the only person. We, well, we ran into Joe Doran again at our buffet on here at the at the. Um, was he, he like he hey, what's up, I man? <laughs> I was. I was wearing that Joe Dorn his his shirt. He's like, it's a hell of a shirt you got on
0: there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we shook hands, and then we ran into him again the day two of the All Show, and. You know, crazy thing too is the first first All Japan show, uh, the Big Japan. We had, we were fifty fifty, and then DDT last night was standing room, so we were kind of fifty fifty again. But uh, Isaiah kind of pushed it to to let's go to everything. He's like, "It's a trip for wrestling, right?" And I was like, "God bless you, Isaiah. Let's do it." And mm-hmm. I mean, it's paid off because we've seen some. There was an awesome match too. First day of All Japan show. Um, uh, Koji Iwamoto defended his junior title against Yusuke Okada, and. Uh, <laughs> That this dude's kind of like a a younger lion, but he's in a group called Evolution with Suwama and guys like that, and at Sushioki and guys like that. But um, man, the crowd was behind that guy, and there's so many people at these shows that have like giant, like huge scope cameras that are just snapping pictures from their seats. Like it's wild how many people are doing that. And I'm sure today it's gonna be it's gonna be bonkers at uh, noon, so nine o'clock your time. Um, we'll be at uh, R- Korkin one more time for Tokyo Joshi Pro, we got uh, four seats for that one, so that's going to be awesome uh, Miyu Yamashita is defending her title uh, Reiki Saiki is taking on Miko tomorrow, that's going to be incredible um, and then obviously tonight's the big one, Wrestle Kingdom tomorrow is uh, New Year's Dash and then Sunday we see Pro
2: Wrestling Noah So, so what time is it right now? You said you were just uh, eating is- breakfast like an hour ago
1: yeah, it's 10.30 in the morning. So the easiest way I figured this oh. out is we're a three-hour time difference, and you just flip the a.m. and p.m. So at huh. 7 p.m. your time, you add the three hours and just make it a.m. Then it were 10 a.m. Wow. So it's 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 been pretty easy to figure out, um, you know, how to do everything. Sadly, I'll, I'll ask
2: you 20 more times.
1: Hey, don't worry, don't <laughs> worry. I, I tried explaining it to Jen, and I thought
2: she was going to put her head through a wall. <laughs>
1: so... Uh, speaking of
2: uh speaking of uh I I guess not really throwing a heads in the wall, but I, I mean the big announcement of course at uh at at midnight Pacific time, two A. M. Pacific time, um, all elite wrestling finally announced, rumored for, you know, months, the trade here and there. Uh Jericho, you know, being on the field at the Minnesota Vikings game, giving a shout out to the Khan family. Um Finally official, you know, of course, the first official uh, roster, um, you know, being announced, of course, with, with Cody and Brandy Rhodes. We got Hangman and the Bucks. Um, I think SCU, you know, there's really not, you know, too much information on that. But there will be, um, crazy enough, a press conference in Jacksonville next Tuesday Which, by the way, there's a SmackDown Live, I believe, that day. Um, Kind of, you know, they're they're not wasting any time. They're going for the jugular. Um, You know, of course, we don't know what the relationships are. You know, Ryan, we talked about that last week. I mean, Dave, we were at All In, all three of us. You know, it was such a crazy moment in time. The Woodstock of wrestling, if you will. Um, I mean, Dave, seeing what they did there... Do you think, you know, with the hundred million dollar backing that they received from Khan, you know, that we know of, I mean, do you think this this promotion can can make some noise right away?
3: I think you know, building up the buzz and the success of an event like All In um, certainly gives them a lot of momentum. They're they're betting on themselves as not only as talent but also as producers and businessmen that. Their vision for what this promotion can be now and moving forward um, is going to be very, very interesting to see how it develops. Um, Is Double or Nothing going to be the big sequel to All In that all the fans, you know, hope that it will?
0: Mm -hmm.
3: Only time will tell.
2: It's and, And I think it's pretty cool, too, obviously, with a Rhodes being, you know, in... That top position, you know him and and Matt and Nick Jackson being executive vice presidents of AEW, um, but it's crazy with with this announcement, Ryan. I don't know if you've if you've you noticed or people have been talking around Tokyo about AEW, but it just seems like the hate meter is turned all the way up. Hell, you know <laughs> when I thought All In was great but man, just reading comments, you know, obviously it's the internet, it's troll nation one oh one. but man, everybody's already trying to see AEW fail. Oh. yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen or
1: read anything. Um, although I haven't really dove too much, don't very deep, to be honest. Uh, Britt Baker did sign too. If you guys remember her, Adam Cole, Adam Cole's ah. girlfriend, um, she did sign with the all Elite wrestling as well. Um, there's big rumblings, too, that Goldberg started
2: following AEW. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Take that for what it's worth. But um, And there's it's a rumor that they're going to be meeting with TNT and CBS Brass, you know, kind of a road wow. on the Superstation again. So,
3: Yeah, a TV deal would have to be paramount for this promotion success. Um, they've got to find a way to get eyeballs on their product.
1: And I think, too, they're going to have a much easier time getting a – TV deal, not necessarily a lucrative deal, but a TV deal compared to, you know, Impact Wrestling, which I can't even remember what they're on now. Um, damn! Oh, the the Pursuit Channel, the Pursuit Channel. Yeah, it
3: moved. It literally moved to a channel that we, our cable service, doesn't even get.
1: Yeah, I've I've never even had pop. <laughs> oh really? So you could yeah, you could so uh, I, you couldn't watch all the trailers for Schitt's Creek. That they show every Oh, no, I love and,
2: that show. That show's See? great though, yeah. I love it Disney. is great. But I got that on Netflix. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: I thought it was a joke when I first heard it. I was like, excuse <laughs> me, oh, no S V T
2: V at its definitely. finest, good sir. <laughs> definitely.
1: But is you know, I think that they're gonna have a lot of people that will listen. I still think WGN could 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 use this um they're in more homes than than USA, WGN is, so you'd have a bigger,
2: bigger audience. And but that's not a syndicated channel, really. I mean, yes, it's a syndicated cable channel, but really more homes than USA, yeah. TBS, it, or TNT? Yeah, well, I don't know about TBS and TNT. This is the first I've heard
1: about that, so you're breaking the okay. news to me on that. But I looked at it, and there's more homes in the United States that have WGN than USA. So Man. automatically, if I'm looking at that, obviously, why why wouldn't I talk to them? Because then I
2: have an opportunity to be putting more homes in WWE. And they did pretty good is- numbers for the uh, the zero hour or the the pre all in yeah. uh, you know battle royal. So they were doing like close to Impact numbers, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and that's with
1: never doing it. No real buzz except for a few days beforehand. You have real mm-hmm. media push behind this. You have a, an owner of an NFL team that that would that he is going to use the research. I mean, this dude's this dude's printing money. I mean, he's I I have heard that that he may have more than Vince. So it's like, why not? You know, hand mm-hmm. over fist. And and if this is something where Tony Khan, who, like I said, I'm in love with the Tony Khan situation because unlike the the Saudi princes who want to see Yokozuna and Ultimate Warrior who are dead at their wrestling shows tony khan follows chris daniels and dave Meltzer, and he's been an observer subscriber for 20 years and you know he's a mark like us let's get that guy running a promotion that's a guy who would do it. you know what i mean like this guy's not gonna be like, mm, i wonder if we could bring hacksaw jim duggan in like something like that you know <laughs> or i wonder if i can watch tracy smothers versus billy gunn on this channel type
2: thing oh god <laughs> oh you know we're gonna get mr ass I mean, obviously, Chris Jericho, you know, heavily rumored to be involved. Jim Ross, you know, kind of saying something on Chris Jericho's cruise that, again, kind of ignited these rumors back in the fall. I mean, Dave, I'm, I'm sure you've heard, you know, us not being the biggest JR Wrestle Kingdom type of announcer, but do you think, obviously, with it being a different genre of wrestling, that he can you know reach out to this generation of not only wrestlers but fans.
3: Yeah, I think his uh his audience is definitely those wrestling fans that grew up with him and JR in the Attitude era and you know now as they get a little bit older and they may crave something different um his his voice can certainly lend that air of familiarity uh but also bring in bring in new viewers and i always love the way JR called called the action in the ring. He also did do a little bit. I want to say he did do a little bit of um, Ring of Honor stuff for the special in Long Beach, and you know, kind of has worked with those guys in the past. So I think it would be a good working relationship. Um, It'll be interesting to see, yeah, how they get um, what kind of show, what kind of production they put put together um, if he's part of the announce team.
1: Don't don't ask me my opinion, please. (laughs) Who would you pair with
2: Jr. Ryan? I I,
1: I would much rather watch uh, Ian Riccoboni and Cole Cabana than listening to Jim Ross not know who the hell Evil or Bushy are. Well, that one's there is Bushy. He doesn't have a mask. Evil has a mask. Okay. Are you okay? Thanks, (laughs) Jar.
0: So do you think he would would be
2: better suited, kind of as you know, producer, agent, talent relations, since you know he kind of has that, um, you know, history.
1: Like I'm I'm not gonna lie, like if he does commentary when he's when he's engaged I'm fine with it. But
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, the, right. the 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 Long Beach shows and the, the Cal Palace stuff, I mean it just it was not a good um a good look you could say in my eyes. I, I it was like when I was listening to The Genius uh in New Japan oh, God. I mean I mean it's it's just some of these things, like if you're not prepared, don't do it. And I still to this day stand by that and that reflected terribly on New Japan for letting that go on. Like, mm-hmm. if he's not going to take your product seriously, don't bring him back. You're you're the second biggest wrestling company in the world. Treat yourself that way. Don't treat yourself like you're like your minor league. You're not. You're major league. You're bigger. If if you re, you lose AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Carl Anderson in one year, and you turn around and, and three years later have the greatest wrestling card I may ever see on paper in my life that starts in, Six and a half hours. Obviously, you know what you're doing, and you can rebound just fine. And you prepare better than them. Oh, you know, I've said that about Ring of Honor. I don't think they're prepared for the loss. I mean, New Japan's always ready. You know, if Kenny does bounce, they already got Jay White ready to be that next foreign star. Mm-hmm. He's he's in the wings, and if he beats Okada today, I think it's almost set in stone. He's winning that title at some point. But you can't let somebody come on and vocally talk about your product to an English audience that doesn't know it. And have have him not even care the slightest to tell you who the correct wrestler is in the ring.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and I know I know I'm, I always rant about that, but it's just that's <laughs> the only thing that scares me is what if they sign him to a deal and this happens again? What if he doesn't know which buck yeah. is, is what buck? You know, that's going to be it's the main event, and he's calling Matt Jackson Nick Jackson.
0: Yeah, or it's same Chris
2: Briscoe.
1: Yeah, like I think that one's Mark. You know? Yeah, but
2: that's me, too, though. I'm like, wait. Yeah. But you're not getting paid
1: five, six <laughs> figures to call a match. You know what I mean? You're going, hmm, I haven't really seen this before. I don't need to do homework. I just got to learn who mm-hmm. they are. You know, you you figured out who Soba Takau and Akita and, yes. and yeah. Tetsuya Endo and guys like that are. He can't figure out who the Briscoes are? <laughs> to be Whatever, fair, though, it
2: took two... me like 10 years after Generation Me to figure out Nick and <laughs> Matt the differences so maybe Dude, like last
3: month i realized uh marty skull's girl was party marty from the tna in england
2: <laughs> like i
3: never put that together
0: until like you last know, month
2: but what's but but the way, way dave he was a, a tag team with Zack saber jr called leaders of the new school and that team for like the eight matches they had i, I went into a youtube hole was awesome Yeah.
1: Party Marty was fun. And he kind of brings it out every now and then. You know, we saw like the StarCast karaoke
0: and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Maybe, uh, according to Ryan, Jim Ross might be uh, suitable for April 27th in 2019. NWA Ring of Honor teaming up to bring back the Crockett Cup. Yes. uh, Of course, Ryan was there when it started back in 19. um ran for a few years million dollar uh cash prize for the uh for the winning team in the tournament which would equate to 2.25 million dollars today um ryan what are your thoughts on the crockett cup the merging um you know albeit we don't know if it's for the whole year or I i shouldn't say merging partnership um You know, kind of with NWA and and Ring of Honor, is this a surprise? Do you think this will work? Obviously, who does this benefit more?
1: Benefits NWA, Billy Corrigan, tremendously, I think, because you're getting to expose your guy, Nick Aldis, on their television.
2: You know, they don't
1: have that syndicated TV deal like Sinclair with ROH. I think this is a telling sign that if ROH is suddenly trying to partner with NWA, I think there is a slight chance because we know – like I said last week, Cody wants to work a G1. That's that's his goal before he retires. I think this could mean that after MSG, the writing is on the wall for ROH and New, and New Japan's agreement. I think there's a slight chance of guaranteeing it, but this to me feels like ROH trying to grab onto NWA and be able to market to something because – I, I'm telling you, I think this first six months of the year is going to be telling on where <laughs> ROH goes. I'm don't. i I'm yeah. not saying they're going to go away, but, I mean, you can't replace the Young Bucks and Adam Page and Cody with Brody King, PCO, Tracy Williams, and Mark Haskins and Bandito. Like, I know Bandito's getting a big buzz, and Mark Haskins is big overseas,
0: mm-hmm. but...
1: I mean, the writing's on the wall. For as much as we love PCL, I mean, the dude almost killed himself in the in the uh, bowl <laughs> twice. Of... <laughs> and I mean, Brody King's fine, but I mean, what do you want to watch, Brody King or Adam Page? I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. So I think this is them taking the. They're basically uh, the the runner up at the prom uh, to the to the prom king and prom queen here, and they're just trying to grab onto some semblance to stay relevant.
2: Uh Dave, do you think uh Sting might come out during the Crockett Cup? I or mean maybe hand the winner have... the,
3: the Like with or without Robocop.
2: Oh man. <laughs> with? No, do you think he might make with a prep, Robocop? you know, kind of a hand the trophy off? I'm not sure if he has a legends deal with the E or whatnot, right. but I mean do you think they'll they'll kinda of do something like all in, bring that NWA pedigree?
3: Yeah, I think that would be an amazing moment. Um, seeing something like that, certainly to honor uh, the legacy uh, of the NWA, something that meant so much for so long, um, and then kind of not necessarily passing the torch, but um, paying respect to that older generation. I think what Sting and Lex Luger were Crockett Cup champs back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were to, to be part of either the trophy presentation, something like that, that would be very cool.
2: Oh, man. What if you had to make two dream teams out of the NWA roster, Ryan? Who would you pick? Uh, are like you talking current? current? Yes. Um, <laughs> Trick question. No. Sunday,
1: February 17th, in uh, Heavy on Wrestling in Minnesota. Come see the Godfather. And uh, also, July 28th, uh, Heavy on Wrestling Sting will be in Minnesota. So you talking about the state?
2: I won't be there because <laughs> I'll be seeing ELO a few days before that, and I'll probably be too awesome. Um, also, man. Uh, Lord Alfred Hayes, uh, July twenty first, two thousand five, uh, was the
1: last day with us.
0: All right, so oh, he man, he's gone
1: for thirteen and a half years.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, why am I this laughing? There's a match on YouTube where you can watch Bobby and wrestle Lord Alfred Hayes in the AWA. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, uh, you
2: know what else? Think about that. You know, you know what else added me at? Oh my God there, Dave, uh, the new app grapple uh, an awesome, awesome uh, new wrestling app, which is available for free right now on, you know, iOS Android devices, um, you know, of course, Google Play Store, App Store. You can rate matches that you watch so you don't need to keep, you know, spreadsheets or notes kind of like Ryan here. Hey, I kind of ahead of a journal, but, you know, my my note eight is, is pretty awesome for my jot downs. Um, it aggregates the ratings from every match, calculates an average from across from everyone who has rated it. So you don't have to rely on the opinions of one or two people anymore, or jerk stores. Um, but you can also see what wrestling fans from around the world collectively think. It's a bit kind of like Untapped or Letterbox, but of course for the awesome, awesome sport of professional wrestling. Um, some other cool things you can do with the Grapple app, guys. Follow other people, so you can see what ratings that you are giving as well. Of course, you can follow me at Funkmaster Plex. Ryan, <laughs> what is your your follow?
3: Oh, Russell cast.
2: And you can comment on your friends' ratings. You can easily create a watch list of matches, um, you know, so that you could rate while you want, you know, what you want to watch, rewatch in the future, whether it's on WWE Network, New Japan World, Progress, so many, so many awesome. Um, options of course you can use a filter as well to easily find out what's the best or the worst rate of match by promotion event or by year and a month at the moment it includes wwe new japan ring of honor progress impact pwg lucha underground and evolve and now has nearly 28,000 matches on there going all the way back to 1985 again download grapple that's G-R-A-P-P-L right now for free. Again, Grapple, G-R-A-P-P-L on the App Store and Google Play. And, of course, follow them on Twitter at G-R-A-P-P-L app.
0: I, I love
2: that app. Dave, what, uh, what, what's your Grapple username going to be?
3: Mm, I don't have one, but I think it would be... Uh... My man, Junkyard Dog, who is a long-lost cousin of mine, used to go by Big Daddy Ritter, so I think I'll go by that.
2: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I was really hoping the Pile driver, but we, we can Ooh, totally... Oh, of course. of course.
1: Do you, do you, is that like a, is that like a reverse, that's incredible? <laughs> because you've got to mm, jump let's... and spin, and then drive them to the ground?
3: Yeah, yeah, like a
1: spinning. Yeah, and then
3: and then if you hit it right, someone throws uh, chocolate <laughs> coins at you because you did.
0: <laughs> it's, hey it's Ra- kind of hey a Ryan, coin, this is for like you. What <laughs> <laughs> What?
1: What if you had the gold coins come from the sky like Okada's money?
3: Exactly. Yeah, go. Exactly.
1: It. It, man, all the kids would pop for you too.
0: God, oh, you can check with David over with Starr. the children. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, oh, you know, man. who's definitely over with some children. Well, that sounded weird. Um Damn. I guess the children of 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 Tokyo, um, we're we're gonna break down a, a little bit. We're Russell Kingdom, we're gonna get Dave's picks. We're gonna again get uh, Ryan's final analysis. But of course, we gotta hear this awesome guy.
0: 今プロ
1: 1.4。レスリング vs。プロレス Man, there's so much Wrestle Kingdom stuff close to the dome. Did you see all those pictures I snapped of the Lawson's uh, gas station type store? The little convenience store? There is, every wall's got pictures. Like, you look at one little little end cap type thing and hanging from the wall is a banner that's got Rapungi 3K, Desperado (laughs) Katamaru, and uh, Bushi and Shingo. Does he have his own
2: whiskey? (laughs) Uh,
1: I don't remember if it's in the picture, but I hope it does. Cause then I can try to go find it. Um, you go around the corner and there's T- Taiji Shimori and Kushida. Then there's one place you see Abushi and I mean they have. You, you walk right in and there's a giant like fat head, um, not on a table thankfully, but on the wall of Tetsuya Naito. I mean it's just. Oh, it's, I, I got my mom something that is oh all all the New Japan Pro Wrestling
2: entrance themes but in piano music. <laughs> oh, That's it. You're, not, you're not gonna like burn a liger mask and then snap that to her and say, Thanks, "Oh, well, Mom. If,
1: if he doesn't work New Year's Dash, I'm gonna show her the book and rip it up in front of her." <laughs> and, and I got, I got. So the New Japan store, there was a line where you had to wait to get let into it because there was people waiting, and it's a small little shop up some stairs. Um, but I got my windbreaker track suit finally but the kicker was i bought some new japan cologne i thought it was gonna be super expensive it was like six (laughs) bucks and then i yeah i was like oh this is gonna be too this is gonna be way too much whatever and then i got some rise Cake to gucci sunglasses which are dope those are like those are pretty flat but then i bought this bear of kenny in his golden lover gear for sydney it was like eighty dollars i didn't even see a price tag on it Wow, so, inflation hey, he is wacky be, over there. Yeah, he better be damn grateful. I don't What's know. that cologne smell like? Uh, it smells like Fighting Spirit.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Speaking of Fighting kind of Spirit, what um... else
0: like. <laughs> <Well, laughs> could it? You know,
1: shout out to Isaiah. He got the the Bullet Club Pac Man shirt that he'll be wearing to the event today, and then obviously he had to go back and he got the Red Dead Doring shirt because it's the greatest wrestling awesome. shirt ever.
2: It is. It is pretty dope. Um, what else is dope is you know not only you know of course you could check Ryan and I's uh, preview over at uh, BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Strong Style Media. We had an awesome Wrestle Kingdom 13 preview. Uh, pretty pretty popular. Had some uh, some pretty good listens on there. USA reclaiming the number one listenership by the way as well. They're Ryan. back.
1: Uh, USA said, "Screw you, Sweden! We're going to be the most listened to country <laughs> on the show. because Sweden came hard for some. Maybe I maybe I dropped as late Ibrahimovic, and like the Swedish people's heads turned like, huh?
0: Oh?
1: And they're climbing <laughs> out of window. It was like a
2: zombie movie to get to the, <laughs> you the, de- the channel. You could definitely uh, again check that awesome show out. You know, right before you know, Wrestle Kingdom at 2 a.m. Central Standard Time. But we're going to get Dave's kind of picks here." Uh, over a few matches, you know, Kota Ibushi was mentioned a little while Ooh. ago. Dave, they're starting Wrestle Kingdom, which, I, which, I, in my opinion, can main events anywhere, anytime, any events. Kota Ibushi defending his newly won Never Openweight Championship against the Aerial Assassin himself, Will Osprey. Who do you got, sir?
3: Well, I think it's difficult to steal the show from the opening match, but they are definitely going to try. Um, (laughs) I think it's going to be an insanely athletic, like, don't blink, don't get up to go make a sandwich, don't take your eyes off the screen for the duration of this match. Um, Or the wrestlers
1: in my case, because I'll be there.
3: Yeah,
0: I mean, it's going,
3: to be, it's going to be fast Don't and furious your pants. right from the get-go.
0: No, I mean,
3: right, because it's going to be a while, and you're still going to be in those pants for the rest of the yeah, year. Yeah, well, thankfully
1: Isaiah's <laughs> been sick this whole trip. He, he's he been uh, blowing his nose very viciously. I've even put him on blast on Snapchat, and, and he couldn't do it. He was laughing so hard. So I know he'll have a pocket <laughs> full of sunshine for me if I do need it, and uh, he can't. I'm wearing a pair of shorts under my uh, New Japan tracksuit. So I have boxers <laughs> and shorts to protect myself from not messing up the tracksuit <laughs> if anything happens.
0: Nice. Hey, you can always uh, buy. The
3: match is going to be, it's, it's going to be wild. Uh, I'm not sure if I could, you know, could could pick a winner with this one. I think they've told kind of a really cool story with Osprey kind of trying to elevate his game and get bigger and bigger so that he can beyond the mm-hmm. level with Ibushi, and uh, I, I could see him going over. I could also see um you know Coda getting the win and then giving the sign of respect, maybe a handshake, maybe a hand raise to the to the crowd uh as the match ends.
1: Man good thing Osprey's music is elevated. Is, Which, is, this say
2: match, guys, our is this match guys kind of the one that, that truly is hard to call out of the rest of the the nine other matches on the card, including the the pre-show. Um, we'll start with you, Ryan. I mean, seriously, is, is there another match where you're like, huh, I have no idea where they can go? I think the last three matches
1: are, are going to be a lot harder to predict than this one. Just because I don't know what they're doing, J.Y. White Okada. We don't know what's going to happen to Omega Tanahashi. Omega's probably the safe pick, but you never know. And I mean, Jericho Yeah, you know, what does Jericho wins again? I mean, they announced today that the match is no DQ, no DQ. again. So um, I think Osprey winning this one. I think I, I'd I be willing to to almost gamble on it. Uh, if you look at the way that they shifted the the Never title back and forth around everybody, just to make sure they still got Osprey in this position to be in this match. I think that is telling that he's going to become champion. And I've, I will stick by this, that I still don't think that they ever want to put a title on a with him, a freelancer, because you never know with a being a when he just goes, "Ah, eh, I don't want to do this anymore," and just bounces and he's, mm-hmm. he's, got, a, he's got a strap. So I think they strap up um, Osprey tonight. I think this is going to be a big year two in 2019 for Osprey. Um, they made mm-hmm. him a heavyweight. He bulked up for it. Mm-hmm. He's under contract. I think they're going to do something with him. So I think this is just the start of the ascent of uh, 2019 of Will Ospreay.
2: Next match, which again, any of these could be a main event, co-main event, but this is uh, secretly the match I cannot wait to witness um, the, uh, for the British Heavyweight Championship Rev Pro. What? Uh, Zach Sabre uh, will challenge my, I would say, wrestler of 2018. Oh, sorry, Kenny. Hero uh, Ishii defending his title uh, headbutt submissions lariats I don't know where the hell this is going to go I actually am picking Zack Sabre Jr. as much as it pains me but Dave who do you got in this uh, wrestling clinic it's
3: uh, it's everything that Ishii does in the ring is so darn believable
0: <laughs> and
3: everything he does i like and the more i watch him the more he's like slowly turning into like my favorite guy to watch um yes i i i it, it it seems to me like they're kind of going the same route with Zack Sabre Jr as they are with with Ospreay um so i could i could see Zack Sabre Jr you know tying him up a little bit um maybe getting uh some help from Suzuki-Goon, but uh,
2: I I see Zack Sabre going over in this one. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Uh, Next for the IWGP United States Championship, Uh, Cody, uh, newly, newly appointed AEW Vice President, All Elite Wrestling to be exact, defending the title from the man he took it from, Juice Macho King Robinson. Um, I I don't know how I feel with this gimmick, Dave. Who you got? What do you think of the homage that Juice Robinson is paying to Randy Savage? Uh, I don't know, but I don't know. Uh, it's so confusing to me. I don't
0: <laughs>
3: understand. I don't understand. He's he's an entertaining guy. His promos are really, you know, they're getting better and better. Um, mm-hmm. his his work in the ring has certainly improved. It's, so much uh, from his days in NXT. I we touched on the Long Beach show earlier. I absolutely loved the promo that Cody uh, cut on Juice after winning the belt. Yes, um,
2: yes. <clears throat> in that
3: post, that press conference kind of uh, situation, you know, saying how Juice boasted about being one of Dusty's boys and how he, you know, he took that real personal and he got real hot and it it it, it came from a place of of truth and it. Uh, it, it resonated in this in this kind of rivalry. I wonder, you know, is Cody under contract? Does he retain? Is, do they have other plans with this press conference a week later? Um, it's hard to call. It really is.
2: Yeah. Again, the the relationships. No idea where it's going to come from, You know, come to. And again, you know, obviously we'll have more answers, uh, hopefully in the uh, in the morning here. IWGP Junior Heavyweight t- uh, Championship, uh, Kushida uh, battling, uh, I would say the best version of Bone Soldier ever, uh, Taji Ishimori. Not saying that much. Uh, who I think is a tremendous talent. Uh, just missed out on my uh, on my top male wrestlers of 2018. Uh, his short time in New Japan, but had some classic classic matches. Looking forward to this one, a rematch, I believe, from 2000. 16 as well, uh, a different looking, uh, Ishimori. Um, what are your thoughts on, on bone soldier? Um, and do you think, you know, Kushida could make his way out to NXT, um, if the rumors are true?
3: I mean, the way they had him, this mystery, who is it? Who will it be? The big reveal, uh, kind of points to, you know, the company being behind him, um, and I could definitely see on uh, a big stage like Russell Kingdom, uh, him winning a big, big match like this. That's a, a big vote of confidence from, from the brass.
2: Man, him and Hiromu uh, still, I, I go back at least, you know, a couple, you know, once every couple of months since that match. And my God, please go check that out. Um, <laughs> of course, now we're coming up to the big, big matches of the night here. Uh, the Rainmaker. It's been an interesting year from breaking records, um, you know, to, you know, losing the title in the instant classic, probably a lot of people's match of the year, um, you know, at Dominion with with Kenny Omega. Um, But we got Kazuchika Okada. I don't know if he's bringing umbrellas, not umbrellas, umbrellas. but balloons, Um, but he is taking on Switchblade, the new leader of Bullet Club. Uh, Chaos Bullet Club, Dave. Who do you have? And also, hey, Alex. Alex. yes.
1: Real, real quick. Uh, I gotta get. I gotta get rolling here. I was. I wanna. I, I don't want to keep you guys when I have to bounce out here because we gotta get to talk to Pro Joe here. But I just wanted to read something I found for you guys real fast, and then I will get out of your hair. Uh, this was from January twelfth, two thousand thirteen. So, five what six years ago almost. Tony Khan mm-hmm. tweeted. Shelton's great, meaning Shelton Benjamin, but I enjoy ROH shows far less since Punk and especially Danielson left. Losing Claudio will hurt, too.
0: Ooh. Anybody is
1: worried about this guy who six years ago was tweeting that, uh, running a company, let's rejoice and be glad that uh, Tony Khan's <laughs> in our life. Guys, enjoy Wrestle Kingdom. I cannot wait to watch it. I hope you both vastly enjoy it. Uh we're, oh, yes. we're I think eighteen rows from the floor. I don't know what side. So if there's a brawl going out there or if if um they bring uh azuka to the ring through the crowd, be on the lookout. I'll have my tracksuit on, so maybe you'll maybe you'll see us But if not, um <laughs> we will talk soon and uh if you guys get a another show going before I get back because 'cause I'm still gone until next Thursday, uh keep me in the loop and I'll see if I can join in with you guys, but Dave, thanks for stepping in with me, God, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having you on Have Alex, a blast. Thanks for
2: taking reins.
1: Oh yeah. It's going to be great. You guys finish up, have a great show and I will
2: talk to y'all later. Deuces. Oh my gosh. Again, Okada has had a, such an interesting year where this is the time where I'm like, Oh, I get what Ryan's been talking about for the last, you know, three, four years. About this guy, but Jay White, you know, having the match that he had at Wrestle Kingdom 12 with her, uh, you know, with Tanahashi, you know, being a huge disappointment, especially, you know, after the Who is Switchblade, that lead up, you know, kind of like you were saying with, you know, Ishimori and the Bone Soldier build up. Um, but ever since, you know, the day after at New Year's Dash, Jay White has been on point. Uh, do you think this could be the new face of New Japan Pro Wrestling? Because let's be real, Dave. I mean this guy is probably the only one in pro wrestling that can get legit heat.
3: Yeah, he's uh certainly made a mark for himself. Um had to again like you said the big secret reveal who is Switchblade and I mean he's he beat Kenny Omega for the title. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was huge in a huge spot And they're putting him again on, a, on an enormous stage In the ring with somebody at Okada's level uh, I think what they're really trying to do here Is elevate White uh, Jay White for that audience I, I think the story they're going to they're gonna Tell is sort of similar to what we saw With Okada and Marty Skrull At All In um, That he's close to his level But not on the mm-hmm. same level as, as Okada I learned my lesson last year <laughs> um, or uh, uh, Yeah when uh, uh, Naito Or was, was it two years ago Naito And, uh, and Okada
2: that was, uh, uh, Yep that was last year
3: Yeah and I last year, And I and I totally was 100% certain uh, That Naito was going to be the guy to beat Okada And I was wrong then so I learned my lesson To not pick against them And I'm at Wrestle Kingdom so I do see Okada Winning this one
2: and, and, and you know, kind of going back to Tetsuya Naito there, I mean, as Ryan said, now a no-disqualification match for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship against Chris Jericho, which, if, if he's not on your best wrestlers of 2018 list, uh, what the hell is wrong with you? This guy has, you know, has been a part of the shift of the landscape in professional wrestling, and he was seen as a lifer you know, for for Vince and everyone in Connecticut. Uh, but, you know, at 47, 48, you know, what years young, it seems like, you know, this guy's making appearances not only in, in Japan, in Chicago, in Long Beach, in, you know, on a cruise, international waters and whatnot. <laughs> and, you know, this has been so, you know, such an in, intense robbery that, you know, really started, you know, in the, uh, in the first half of the year and then to you know hopefully have a conclusion um you know at Wrestle Kingdom again I have no idea where this is going to go I I know I I had a hell of a time with the first match um you know but but with this being no DQ I I mean does he bring his AEW you know or it's going to be you know do you think they do something like an invasion type angle or do you, do they save that for new year's dash or am I just being a mark and just hoping (laughs) for the best? I mean, there's nothing wrong with a little armchair
3: booking. Um, (laughs) I think we have seen, we've seen that, you know, the evolution, once again, the evolution and reinvention of Jericho, it shouldn't really surprise us at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, How he can just shed his skin, turn on something new, tap into something different Uh, you know you could tell it was on his his bucket list he wanted to wrestle in Japan he wanted to wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom he wanted to be this crazy foreigner that pushed journalists around (laughs) and, and, and you know kicked young boys and swore at everybody and and he wrestled a different style and is presented in a different way and it's made it it's made it so interesting and so just reinvigorating all the uh, recovery jericholics out there like myself uh, <laughs> who've been following this dude for so, so long. And mm-hmm. I just love everything he does. We were actually arm in arm Arm drag. We were in Florida uh, coming home from Fort Lauderdale and it was like people were getting off the cruise in Miami and then flying out of the Fort Lauderdale airport. And every single person we saw with the rock and wrestling crews or the uh, Bullet Club oh, wow. stuff in the airport Everybody had a, a huge smile on their face And you could tell how much they enjoyed the show and They were all talking to each other And he he really Has brought that kind of community uh, uh, Feel to it And people Literally wanted to get on a boat with this guy On Halloween <laughs> and go to the Bahamas <laughs> for a wrestling
0: Tournament <laughs> in international waters like,
3: The only kind of crazy Idea that would work for a guy like Jericho um, I think I think getting back to Russell Kingdom, what we see with him and Naito, it's smart as they go, no DQ. Um, it works for that kind of brawling style. We saw in their in their last matchup, there were table spots, like, almost right away. There was, like, blood mm-hmm. almost right away. I think we'll see similar, uh similar kind of matchup this year, and I think we do see Naito. If I had to pick, I would say Naito takes the belt.
2: I'm just more worried about the pile driver spots that we're going to see. Uh, hopefully, they're not like uh, the match they had uh, prior. Um, honestly, 20 years from now, where do you think Chris Jericho will be? Not on Mount Rushmore, but just in, in wrestling lore. Do you think, you know, that, that he has sustained, you know, like you said, you know, just the different transformations he's had, Hell, you know, being a, a, you know, IWGP junior, you know, to ECW, WCW, uh, WCW, and, of course, WWF slash E, um, and, of course, now New Japan and, you know, rumored All Elite. I mean, is Jericho got to be in in that Hulk Hogan discussion?
3: It's got to be in the discussion, not necessarily of the greatest – Talent of all time, but when you're talking about someone that had arguably the greatest career
0: mm-hmm. of any
3: pro- professional wrestler, when you look at the whole scope of the career, like you said, from those uh, the early days in ECW, before that, even in in Japan, his stuff in in Germany and, and Mexico and stuff to go all the way from you know Nitro through the years, through the decades, even. And still Mm -hmm. be relevant Have fans interested Have people wanting to see you wrestle Have people wanting to pay to see you perform Uh, You could make the argument That he had the greatest career of all time And then you add on Kind of the Jericho Podcast Network And that whole Community of of listeners and subscribers And like-minded people Really It it just bolsters
2: uh, The kind of career that he had Oof I mean, book it. That was the best damn thing ever. Uh, The main event. No, before we get to the main event, the tag team, you know, of of course, IWGP junior and the heavyweight tag team titles are going to be competed for a triple threat. Um, Of course, they had these tournaments where it just seemed like, especially in the junior uh, tag league this year, it just didn't seem like there was a point. You know, as Ryan stated, it was like WWE booking where it's like, oh, there's not really a winner. Let's just have the same match over again. Um, you know, of course all six of these teams are going to, you know, uh, put on a show. I cannot wait to, to hear GOD and the amount of swim that they're going to have kind of along in this match. But we'll first go with the <laughs> IWGP junior uh, Dave. Who do you got between champs? Suzuki goon, uh, Roppongi three K, or of course, Los a De Hapone Bushi, and of course, one of our favorites, Shingo Takagi.
3: I mean, it was really, really cool uh, this year. I went to my first Ring of Honor uh, show along with New Japan. Uh, You were with me out out in Villa Park. And to see in person for the first time, some of the talent from New Japan, guys like LIJ, Mm -hmm. Rapongi 3K, um, uh, was really amazing to see them uh, in person and to really get yes. a feel for what they can do in the ring because so many of them are so super talented and you don't really get that exposure. And then to see them up close uh, and in person is really, really impressive. Um, for the match, I don't know. It could be, to me, it kind of seems like whichever faction they want to move forward with, they're going to put the most gold.
0: Ah. So if
3: we see, right? So if we see. <sighs> I don't know, if, if, if we see, like, Zack Sabre retain, we could see Gun win the belt. If we see yep. kind of Switchblade go over, then do we see the rest of Bullet Club kind of fall in line um, mm-hmm. as, as, like, a show of strength. Um, if we, but then again, if we see Nitro win the belt there, we could see LIJ. So there's a lot of different possibilities, and I think that's a good thing that it feels up in the air so that things don't seem predictable. Um, like you kind of touched on watching so many matches on Raw and pay-per-views and SmackDowns, and it seems like the same thing over and over, that mm-hmm. he does get predictable. And in, in this sense, I think that air of unpredictability really, really helps. If I had to make a pick, I'm going with uh, L.I.J.
2: And then L.I.J., of course, with Evil and Sonata, um, you know, taking on Gorilla's of Destiny, Tama Tonga, and Tonga lowered the Champs. And the young bucks, and possibly their last match at the dome. I mean, are you, are you possibly thinking Lij might do the sweep, or like you said, I mean, maybe they got to you know keep building Bullet Club over, and you know, ah, like you said, such right. a toss up. Um, but You're right, and if Ryan, they're planning on life without Kenny Omega, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously we could probably scratch the Bucks off, but again, that's what makes New Japan was- so great is is the the element of surprise. The shock and all, of course, with New Year's Dash being tomorrow, you oh, know absolutely. anything can absolutely. happen, and, and usually happens. So it's it's crazy. Speaking of anything that can happen, um, the main events, the champion, the gaijin, Well, I mean, I guess he's a Japanese citizen, so. But anywho, the cleaner Kenny Omega defending his IWGP Heavyweight Championship, which he won this past June at Dominion taking on the ace who many put out to pasture, including myself. I thought he was going to go the Taguchi route and be, you know, all captain new Japan, the better version. Um, but, you know, Tanahashi, not only winning the G1 tournament, uh, you know, hell even tagging with his former nemesis, Kazuchika Okada, um, you know, for, for a match here, you know, on the road, two shows, have been pretty damn phenomenal. But what's great about this feud, Dave, is I remember watching a New Japan show maybe about a year or two years ago at Ryan's on his, his bootleg Apple uh, laptop. Um, and it was like a post-match thing. And Kenny Omega just went ham and was just so disrespectful to Tanahashi where he was just like, Tanahashi, you old beep, you know, you old blinker which I thought was mm-hmm. was perfect. Like, I still rewatch it every now and then because you can tell the disdainment that they had, which, of course, has come over to this. It's old versus new. You know, Tanahashi saying Kenny Omega's all about himself. It's not the New Japan style. You know, I'm what New Japan is and will always be about. You know, hell, him even re-signing recently with New Japan about a week or so back. I mean, again, this is... Today's generation versus yesterday. Who do you have coming out of the dome? Again, it's so up in the air with where's Kenny going to be? Is he going to stick with New Japan? Where was he during the AEW picture signings? Of course, you know, with Wrestle Kingdom being more on the forefront, they're probably holding on and, and waiting until the next couple of days. But if you had to wager... Nine hundred thousand yen, Dave. Who do you put your money on? Ooh. Oh, nine hundred thousand yen. Uh what is that
3: American? Any idea? Um, that is
2: eight thousand three hundred and forty six dollars. So
3: I guess not that much. <laughs> Ooh. I would if I okay, if I was in a position with that much yen on the line I would have I would have to put it on Oy, I'd have to put on Kenny Omega. Uh Ooh. I think yeah, it's 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 kind of the old guard against versus the new. Now I, I could see him I could see him retaining and then somehow losing it, you know, at New Year's Dash or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh I think he uh first, have you seen the Kenny's Quest video they made? Um uh kind of like the the promotional uh the video for uh, like Kenny's side of things leading up to this contest
2: or it's I the did little a little kid who goes to them. the video
3: game store. It is it is so cool, and it's so,
0: mm-hmm.
3: like, tone, pitch perfect for Kenny's style and his scenes. And he really is, like you said, he is kind of disrespectful to Talahashi. And mm-hmm. um, it's interesting to see that side of him, but I think – Got the, the the best wrestler in the world In the main event at Wrestle Kingdom I think un, unless they know For sure That he is leaving For AEW Certainly with all the videos and everything He was the most conspicuous by his absence It's
0: mm-hmm. will he
3: or won't he I think that they have to Have uh, Kenny Omega win I think it's, it's um, Unless they're planning for life Without him and they want to you know, give him that moment where he he has to present the belt to Tanahashi and they kind of raise each other's hands and we get that goodbye. This would be the place for that. But I could see it kind of him going the same route as, you know, AJ and Finn before him where they kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, they they don't get the job done the night before and then the next night they're kicked out. It could be something along those lines. It could be something. Who do
2: you think that guy would be? Who do you think that guy would be to take him out? I mean, they have had Switchblade beat him for the title yep. Kind of, I mean, I'm sure we're,
3: When you talk about the best of 2018 You have to talk about the, the Kind of civil war between uh, Bullet Club And He would be the guy, Jay White would be the guy Kind of in that position I certainly think a guy like Tomatanga could lead it But um, if they're looking for that same appeal In uh, a guy, Jin Foreigner kind of being the The face um, It could be someone like Jay White
2: Whew. Man, I <laughs> only a few hours away, Dave. I I cannot wait. I I would drive, you know, since I moved out of here into the the craziest winters, just to get three and a half hours to uh, when when Ryan lived in a Maplewood, Minnesota, uh, just to watch Wrestle Kingdom, uh, only to fall asleep around the 4:30 a.m. mark. But ahead of getting <laughs> up in time for the main events, then while everyone else sleeps, kind of catch up. But uh, definitely some exciting. I mean, exciting stuff is the least uh, to see. This is the biggest show of the year. And again, it's only January 4th. Um, but speaking of a big show, um, during All In Weekend uh, this past fall, uh, uh, Chicago Heights, um, you know, did I put Olympia Fields in the thing? Anyways, Chicago Heights, Mary Catholic High School, has had uh, some pretty awesome. Uh, wrestling events uh, Re- Warrior Wrestling 2 Was the one that I went to uh, Which again, the amount of talent that was there Including Austin Aries, Jeff Cobb Brian Cage um, Ray Fee, Sammy Guevara, who now Did a sounder, which is awesome uh, Rey Mysterio Pre-E Pentagon And <laughs> James Ellsworth uh, But David Arquette was there as well Kind of started the train before you know, he accidentally got gigged by that uh, by that bulb over at Joey Janela's L.A. Confidential. Um, but Warrior Wrestling uh, is having their third annual show um, this upcoming Saturday, so the day after Wrestle Kingdom, um, that'll be on your TV screens. And again, the talent that they have amassed, Dave, which I really hope you're able to make it out this time... Uh, is is insane. You get Eddie Edwards taking on Austin Aries. You get Moose battling Ethan page, who I am becoming a a fan of for sure of, of Ethan page. Andrew Everett taking on rich Swan. Uh, this just announced Dave for the progress women's title, Jordan grace, defending her progress women's championship against Kylie Ray, um, which is going to be a damn good match. Also in the women's division, Tessa Blanchard taking on, uh, Newly assigned uh, AEW talent Britt Baker, um, Titan Sam, Adonis, and Super Crazy Dave. You got to get Marty. You got to get Gary just to see Super Crazy um, take on. You're not uh, just Donda Super Aldo. Crazy.
3: Who he's What's taking up? on in this match?
2: Exactly. Super Crazy's uh, opponent in this match. Ultimo Dragon, sir. You have to go. Ultimo- you got to get the-, for the. I know. Bears. You got to.
3: Super Crazy and Ultimo Dragon are gonna be in Chicago Heights at Marion Catholic High School.
0: Not since <laughs> Sister Mary
3: Joe threw that curveball at the White Sox game have I been this excited for anything Marion Catholic. You know me. Yep. And Marion Catholic does not exactly excite me, but the thought of Warrior Wrestling Three and this card uh is pretty exciting. And then you get uh Bandito in the main event. Yep
2: taking on Brian Cage, the Wolverine, uh, the the gentleman who actually won the first Warrior Wrestling uh, Championship um, at, uh, at Warrior Wrestling in a, a crazy, crazy main event. Uh, but, of course, you get the Lucha Brothers, uh, Pentagon Jr., uh, taking on uh, A-Kid, who has been who's made a name for himself. I don't know if you've seen this match yet, Dave, but he is a part you of yeah, White you mentioned Wolf it to me. Wrestling. Yeah, with Zack Sabre Jr. Um, he was supposed to team up with the Mad Side Unfortunately, he got hurt, so he brought his old tag buddy. So now they're Team White Wolf um, and, and his uh, his tag team partner, El Nino Ananimo. Again, I'm Mexican, and I butchered that horribly. Um, but again, taking on the Lucha Brothers, which at Warrior Wrestling 2, man, the fans were ecstatic. Hell, Damian Chan was going to ham when Pentagon Dark was oh. out there. Uh, but uh, I, I was trying to get home for the show, um, but unfortunately, I, I think they might be streaming this somehow, uh, so hopefully I'll be able yeah. to check this out. Um, but please, Dave, you, you got to try to make this, uh, like I said, just for Ultimo. And super crazy alone, but but a crazy I'll, amount I'll of talent. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> and uh, also the the gentlemen over at Warrior Wrestling, awesome, awesome. They they are amazing. Uh, very very cool. Uh, Steve and Marco are the uh, the gentlemen behind it. So uh, if you see two gentlemen running like sins uh, with their heads head cut off, just say hi and say hey, thanks for putting on awesome show again. Mary- Like high school in Chicago Heights This Saturday Warrior Wrestling 3 Check it out if you are in the Chicagoland area Um, You know what else That we checked out this year Dave I don't know if it was for the For good or for the worse. I would say more more good Than anything Um, But let's talk a little WWE 2018 Year in review (laughs) Man, I miss that guy. But you know what I I I sort of miss, well, so I kind of stopped watching WWE like mainstay Monday and Tuesdays for probably about a couple of months now. Um, I mean, it's been more hit or miss, but I've been paying more attention to the pay-per-views, you know, pretty easy to kind of catch up, you know, kind of the lead-ups or what have you. Uh, But it's like it's an automatic rematch, which trips, by the way, says 2019 no more. Which is a good thing, you know, kind of going what other promotions have been trying to do. Russell, right. or not Russell, uh, New Um But, I mean, what were your kind of overall thoughts of 2018 come uh, state uh, for Connecticut? I mean, was this a good year? Was it a meh year? Or was it just, wow, I need to find something else to watch year.
3: I mean, at times, there were definitely moments that were tough to watch. Uh, there was a little bit of everything. They had the, they had the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, mm-hmm. In in terms of the good, I mean, you got a lot of amazing uh, matches in the women's division, certainly the year of women's wrestling. Um, oh, yeah. I think 2019, if we're talking WrestleMania, to WrestleMania kind of being a year, um, I think this year could be the year we do see Um, The women's championship match Main event Wrestlemania for the first time ever Uh, That would be an enormous achievement So that would be something incredibly good We also got some things that were Incredibly bad Um, Rematches that didn't make any sense Just over (laughs) exposure Way too much I think Raw should be a two hour show Not a three hour show That's just my personal opinion Um, Mm. When you watch Smackdown It just seems more important Segments seem more important Because there are fewer segments uh with and then you with, with same with nxt like when you have less uh, uh uh less matches and less exposure it makes those kind of matches mean more and
0: mm-hmm. mean more
3: to the fans and get them more invested um so it, it, it was a mixed bag um there was definitely some really good things i'm sure we'll touch on some, some not so great things that we can touch on if you want uh and definitely a lot of room for improvement uh in 2019
2: I mean, Brock Lesnar, you know, be, being the universal champion, you know, of course it had its mystique. Paul Heyman was sold it to everyone as the attraction, you know, your champion doesn't need to be on every week or every pay-per-view, you know, you, you the anticipation, you know, factor. Um, but I think fans are kind of, you know, especially over it with the lackluster matches that it seems like we have kind of gotten from Lesnar, you know, of course, besides him and, and Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Daniel Bryan came back to wrestling in 2018, which we'll get to in a bit. But, uh, I mean, from starting with that abysmal triple threat at the Rumble, uh, you know, against Braun Strowman and Kane, why? Um, you know, of, of course, you know, to the WrestleMania match where everybody, you know, probably bets their 900,000 yen on Roman Reigns, but after nineteen F fives and uh no one interested at all, uh what about 7,000 fans not interested, uh him beating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, as well as the greatest Royal Rumble and one of the most I don't know if it was botched endings or what uh the the whole Saudi Arabia shows I, I guess could be considered as a botch. Um mm-hmm. but I mean you you gotta have a fighting champion at least, you know, make it at what, seventy percent of your year for it to make sense, right? Yeah, it
3: seems that uh if they were gonna if they were gonna re sign him and every time they re signed him, you know, it was on like Sports Center, it would be like mainstream news. Mm-hmm. Um but they would just never they never took the belt off him. and the fans certainly have been behind uh Braun Strowman when healthy for him to finally mm-hmm. be the one uh, to win the belt. I don't know if they feel he's one of those guys that doesn't need the belt,
2: but at some point, Lesnar has to drop the belt to somebody, right? <laughs> I I would hope so. I, I don't even know if the fans are behind Strowman anymore. I've always been a, a big fan component of him when he's just himself. But when you're pulling right. out 10 year old boys from the audience at your biggest show of the year, or you're wasting a talent like his as well as Kevin Owens, whether you're spelunking, you know, backstage props, making it try to land on someone or, you know, just, you know, throwing Kevin Owens in a, you know, in a garbage truck or a porta potty or throwing him off a Steve Blackman like ladder, you know, it just seems like I think people are just kind of souring on him. So it's interesting how this title match you know, at the Rumble just in a few weeks here, how that's going to play out. Do they finally give Strowman the title or do they just keep, you know, giving us the beast and we won't see him until April. It's
3: weird. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it seems like that's the, their MO and you might get another dose of that come, uh, come the Royal Rumble.
2: I mean, is the mystique of Brock Lesnar in the, in the squared circle just pretty much over? I mean, is everyone just like, go to, go to the Octagon already?
3: Yeah, you know, they tease this stuff, everything with uh, him and Cormier, and I even heard that Cormier was teasing trying to come into the WWE, and now with John Jones winning the fight and – uh, calling out Cormier, you wonder does, does Brock stays? Then have they have they missed the boat? Personally, I feel if if Brock ever did step into the octagon again, certainly he would get paid, but he would get mm-hmm. manhandled by a fighter like uh, like Daniel Cormier. Um, he still is very valuable in the WWE ring. He is a huge draw, a main event guy. He can mm-hmm. tell the kind of story. We talked about that match with him and Daniel Bryan, uh, the kind of story they told there. You know, it, it, it is this kind of beast incarnate? Like it became uncomfortable yeah. to watch, and then they still turned it into, into a wrestling match um, when they had the fans kind of in the palm of their hands. So, it, it, I could see him. I could see him carrying the belt to Mania, and then finally dropping it to whom I do not know.
2: Burn it down. Um, speaking of burn it down, uh, the Shield came back for the third time. It seemed like in, in the last couple of years. Uh, But injuries and an unfortunate diagnosis, of course, halted that. Um, But Seth Rollins seemed like he was having a hell of a 2018 from Burn It Down being, you know, kind of said, ironically, it seemed like, uh, you know, people at their TV screens to actually people being excited at the arenas and at home, kind of yelling it there until the E just tried to remix it recently by repeating it like a No Limit song. But, I mean, of course, you know, Roman Reigns finally did that universal championship you know didn't have you know that run that we all expected from him, you know of course he had that match with samoa joe uh the the uh the headlock a sleeper hold match of two thousand eighteen I like to call it, because hell, the audience was either sleeping or walking out um but I mean Roman reigns you know of course you know with the the unfortunate uh you know with the leukemia coming back here. And with the E, you know, kind of always having, you know, the carrot, you know, or or I should say the the, the wagon hitch to that horse. I mean, you have the Seth Rollins, you have a Braun Strowman, but in reality, who the hell do you have on Monday nights now? It seems like to take his spot. Um, I mean, do you think Seth Rollins, you know, especially after the backlash from the TLC match with Dean Ambrose, I mean, do you think he truly could be the guy or do you think finally Finn Balor can get that anointment? Uh,
3: The most, the most likely person would be someone like Seth. You have that built in storyline, not necessarily him winning it for Roman, but certainly taking up in his stead. Um, I would love for it to see, for it to be, Finn winning the Royal Rumble, and then and then we see the Demon challenge the Beast at WrestleMania. You have, I mean, that's an enormous main
2: event Uh, uh, waiting to
3: happen. At
2: night,
3: I mean, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I've got my ticket for that show, so uh, I'll be there. but I think I think it, you have a guy like Seth you have someone like Finn do they go with someone new like Drew McIntyre someone who who they have trusted to be the champion at the NXT level certainly is a
0: mm-hmm. main
3: roster main event talent I think he's a, a, extremely um extremely uh uh championship potential uh with a guy like him I don't know if they'll have faith in putting it behind them but I think in 2019 we could see guys like that maybe Kevin Owens when he returns fingers crossed that he gets his hands on reclaiming uh his universal title
0: um yeah.
3: so any one of those guys certainly could take it up um but i it, it, it's going to be interesting to see which which person uh they hitch their wagon to
2: um obviously again with you know with, with the shield aspect Dean Ambrose coming back from that uh that that shoulder injury there um, you know, and winning the tag titles. You know, back with Seth Rollins again. That Shield reunion happening, and then they pull. You know, everyone made the joke. All right, it's Ambrose's turn. You know, to to turn. You know, pretty much on on his brothers there. Uh, but for it to happen um, on the night that Roman Reigns had to relinquish the title, and of course, address the uh, the wrestling world with that that um, unfortunate news do you think the WWE kind of did the right thing um, by starting that storyline that night?
3: As a wrestling fan, I like 500% agree that they made the absolute right move. You Mm -hmm. have fans in such an emotional state and, to flip it on them Brings out that reaction And that's what you're trying to do That's what those performers are trying to do If you want someone to love you if You want someone to hate you You have to get that genuine emotional response And they definitely got An emotional response that night um, Which mm-hmm. is what they were going for And I'm also a huge fan Of the night A in, An enormous storyline Or something comes to an end You kick off something new Boom, you get in with it right away so that they're not left with that feeling of oh my god it's over they're left with what is this new rivalry what is you know what does this mean dean is turning like what is it what does it mean the shield and the brotherhood and and you had fans in legitimate tears you even had mm-hmm. like Seth shedding like a tear rolling down his face and the and the visual and the just that guttural reaction is exactly what they were going for and i thought it was it, the timing couldn't have been any other night any other night it would have it would have felt kind of after the fact. And this mm-hmm. felt like they had it in the bag and they they went with it.
2: As rumored, apparently, uh only a few people knew um Roman Reigns' announcement that he was going to make. Do you think that was right, uh, kind of by the brass to not let the whole uh you know, kind of the backstage area, uh, wrestlers and, and of course, you know, the, the upper hands there no, or do you think again they should have that reaction, kind of like with the fan base there?
3: I, I mean, I can understand wanting that from the fans, but if you're if you're one of his coworkers, if you're one of his friends, like you wouldn't want to find out the same time
0: mm-hmm. millions of
3: viewers watching at home found out. I would feel that would feel kind of strange to me.
2: Uh, you know what was not strange? Uh, again, as as we're talking about, you know, the women. Having a fantastic you know year in the WWE, um, you know of course it all started with the Royal Rumble. The um, the women's well we'll go to the men's first. Uh, of course you know everybody's favorite Shinsuke Nakamura, you know kind of eliminating Roman Reigns to kind of get his title shot, which then you know uh, everybody, including myself, you know popped at the WrestleMania match that we that we could see. Uh, of Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. Um, But a couple of things that are interesting that came out of that, um, of course, we know AJ Styles held that championship for a long-ass time, pretty much from the start all the way till the week of Survivor Series and, of course, a few months prior to that. Um, But what do do you think of AJ Styles' 2018 uh, title run? I mean, of course, he had those interesting programs. With, you know, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, you know, Shea McMahon, again, the what I thought would be a WrestleMania barn burner with Shinsuke Nakamura just still, for me, seems underwhelming, and it didn't seem like they kicked it into gear into, what, their seventh encounter, but, you know, you had the familiarity with him, Joe, um, you know, and, of course, Daniel Bryan to, you know, kind of end out a 2018 but, I mean, again, it just seemed more so underwhelming, or am I just looking at it at a different vantage point? How did no, I, you think, see I this, think you're kind of right.
3: right. You know, at times it definitely was underwhelming. I didn't want to see uh, AJ and Shinsuke at Mania, like this big dream match, the most memorable thing, being somebody like hitting Rochambeau. the ball. Like it felt, yeah, it felt it felt weird. And there was that amazing moment in the Rumble uh, where it's like the old against the new, and you had, like, mm-hmm. Roman oh, yeah. and Finn and Shin, and on the other side, it was, like, Cena and Rey Mysterio, and when Shinsuke... And then you, you, you're you thinking to yourself, okay, they, they're, they're giving us our guys, but their guy is going to win. Like, Roman or mm-hmm. Cena, or somebody is going to win. And then when Shinsuke wins the Rumble it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then they he cuts a promo like in the ring, you know, who are you going to face? And he's like AJ Styles and it's, Oh my God, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. And it was, it was hard for them to live up to the hype. Um, The match was good. It wasn't great. And then for it to end in a low blow, I mean, it meant that things were changing with Shinsuke, which I like, the feud was going to continue, which I like,
0: but like you Mm -hmm. said,
3: like they didn't really kick it off until like June, right? That money in the bank. <laughs> like, like, yeah. uh, you know, months later, like it felt, it felt weird. Like, okay, now you want to have this really good hard hitting match when you had 80,000 people in the room paying for to see that in April. Like it felt, it felt mm-hmm. kind of weird. I mean, I like this stuff. I love Owens. That's my guy. Uh, so I like the stuff with him and him and AJ and then they kind of worked Sammy in there, but then it seemed like, okay, if he's beating both of them, he's better than both of them, so like it kind of it kind of demean. I don't know, the value of the other guy and stuff with him and Shane is okay, I guess. I like, again, like you said, you love the matchup with him and Joe, but then it, when it resorts to like him calling out his wife and his family and
2: Wendy. it felt like it,
3: yeah, like it was cool and like it's social me media, and, like Wendy's gets involved yeah, and he's like, daddy's home and that whole stuff, and it got, okay, it got personal. I get that, but, like, Mm -hmm. did their rivalry really need that? Like, they're two of the best guys in the world. They have this long-ass history. You could kind of hint on their stuff with TNA or whatever, but they didn't need to bring in, like, his wife and, like, crying children.
2: Yeah. And, and 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 like you said, you hit it right on the head. It didn't need it. It, You could have just said, wow, we have gone, you know, tooth and nail with each other, you know, from 2003 till 2013, essentially for about 10 years, we've been seeing each other everywhere. You know, of course, from Ring of Honor and 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 mm-hmm. TNA, where again you're bringing in his wife and the kids. Such a Connecticut storyline. It just made me want to vomit. <laughs> and what's even grosser is not only the automatic rematches, you know, with these opponents, where again you would think they would get better and better. But with Nakamura and Joe as as his opponents, it seemed like they faced each other four or five times. I mean, him and Nakamura faced each other five times within, what, about three months? You know, they even had that match mm-hmm. on SmackDown and, of course, at the Greatest World Rumble. You know, and then him and Joe had, you know, matches at Super Showdown in Australia and Crown Jewel back in Saudi Arabia, uh, you know, as well as SummerSlam and the Hell in a Cell. So, I mean, oversaturation... Definitely was was a killer, unfortunately. But when you look at that that yeah. SmackDown roster, you know the rumor to made, or the rumor to match up for him at this year's WrestleMania is Randy Orton. Hell, that's great. But give me that, you know, during a feud and, and not one of nine matches that he had with two people. Yeah, he had a one match with Rusev and another with Daniel Bryan. But essentially, he fought two guys for night for eighty percent of the year. That's ridiculous. Yeah,
3: yeah, and it felt like. Rusev got his shot and then it didn't win. And then they were like, all right, back in the line with you. And yeah. like, it was like, all right, we got the fans totally behind him. And then, all right, he's done. He's not in the main the title picture. Yeah. Like, let's just,
2: let's back in the line. Oh, Rusev Day. But hey, Christmas from now on for me will always be Rusev Day. Um, but again, right. you know, Dana, um, you know, Dana Bryan, you know, of course, coming back. Um, you know, he, he comes back to the ring. Gosh, when was that? That was pre-WrestleMania. Speaking of, since he, speaking of people getting kicked in the balls. <laughs> oh, the new, new. Um, uh, I mean, he's, be, again, underwhelming. You come back. Oh, you're in a tag match so at WrestleMania. And then you get big Cass or big C, whatever he's yep. known on the independents now. Uh, which I yeah. honestly didn't mind, you know, kind of that the first match they had. Uh, it might have been their only match, but it, it yeah, just it was seemed because again... he was. Uh, yeah,
3: he got fired like the next night. His his return again, this enormous moment of the year, but it really mm-hmm. seemed kind of underwhelming. And there was that built-in feud with the Miz from you know years ago. Oh
0: yeah,
3: and it didn't really it didn't really have that. <laughs> it didn't really have that payoff. Like I wanted. I thought that was going to be. I think there is a small chance, and you can write it down right now. I think there's a small chance that Miz wins the Rumble and Miz Daniel O'Brien, for the title at Mania. But their, I am, their rivalry, I'm all for that. right? Because the fans were super invested, and then they had these like weird tag matches, and Daniel Bryan keeps losing, and he's and just they had a smiling of Star and he's. But again, he's wearing like Seahawks gear and is just kind of smiling. (laughs) And it didn't really mean much. It was like cool to see him back, but it didn't have that feeling. And then the moment Mm -hmm. they changed him up and you could see it clicked with him, it became so much more interesting than just Mm -hmm. this. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be back. Daniel Bryan, like they totally changed it up and it's working big time.
2: I mean, it's the final countdown. We got the new new Daniel Bryan, so I again, it can only go uh up. I I'm loving this this character change. Um it it's only going to be better and better. Um speaking of rumble winners that were wasted, again, Asuka goes from winning the the first ever women's, you know, Royal Rumble an awesome, awesome match. I, I honestly would say, you know, a mix of legends and current talent. Um, you know, she goes from, again, winning that to having an anticipated WrestleMania match with Charlotte Flair, um, which I, I thought, again, was probably one of the better matches of the show, but I guess not the result I wanted, um, you know, keeping that undefeated streak uh, happen which is then Carmella, would win the title. It seemed like, uh, just a few days later, um, which, you know, was fine, but, but then Oscar, you know, again, Naomi is great, very underutilized talent, but they're thrown as a tag team for majority of the year, or it's just like, Oh yeah, the Oscar to, you know, them being thrusted into one of the, the hottest angles and, and, and be a team with the, the hottest wrestlers of 2018. Um, with with her, you know, kind of ending the year in the TLC match that she had with Charlotte, and and of course the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, who better? I'm horrible at fading than Becky Lynch, <laughs> the man. Again, kind of just was there, you know. Of course, everybody has been begging for a change to her persona, to her character, what have you, and and did she ever ever deliver there, uh, Dave? I mean, yeah, her taking the stone cold formula of flipping it upside its head. And basically, again, taking over the world of professional wrestling to talk, whether it's the E, at New Japan, Ring of Honor, Progress, Impact, DDT, what have you. I mean, is she truly the MVP of 2018, where it seems like this only started picking up around the August?
3: Yeah, it really did. Uh, certainly, you can look at the, the turn at SummerSlam, which was just in August, you know. Uh, really changed the whole tide for what people remember from the women's division uh for the whole year uh to touch on what you mentioned with Asuka I was with you I'm with you 100% I didn't think her losing at WrestleMania really made any sense she was on such a roll winning the rumble uh and then after you know she lost she kind of did go back not to obscurity but certainly out of the title picture they had the belt bounce around I think they had five oh, different a- champions yeah. And um it, it kind of does show that all of them are on this championship level and they all all had their time, which is really cool. They've they've always promoted SmackDown as the land of, of opportunity. And you could tell Becky was just waiting and waiting and waiting and the fans were behind her and behind her and she just wasn't getting that shot. And when they finally made the call to have her turn uh on Charlotte, it it felt like I'm laughing because it felt like their 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 writers were like, oh man, people are gonna have so much sympathy for Charlotte. They're gonna be so mad at Becky. She's turning on her best friend. How could she do this? And it was like the complete opposite reaction from the fans. <laughs> Sick and tired of Charlotte winning all the time. They're chanting, "You deserve it." To her getting a beat down. They're they're cheering Becky like crazy, and they've they've embraced it. They really have. Mm-hmm. Certainly, her her yeah invasion of raw get punched in the face oh. uh and then you know the when the man comes around is the dv lasting image uh, of of wrestling in 2018 and she made the belt so much more important and she became such a rising star that they felt okay we can we can put it we can put it on asuka you can have her defend the title and have not have becky lose any of her esteem and i can tell you from going to the live event um, in Rosemont the yep. day after Christmas. The the biggest pop in the entire night was when Becky Lynch came out to main event, without question. And there was an enormous ovation for uh, Mustafa Ali being in Chicago, being a guy nice. from Chicago,
0: yep. him having
3: a, a, a chance to get in the, the steel cage with Daniel Bryan for the title. There was a huge ovation, but nothing uh, compared to the pop that uh, Becky got when she came out. The fans are... Completely behind her, a hundred percent, and she really has led the charge to being the hottest thing in wrestling. Men's, women's, doesn't matter. She's the hottest thing going today.
2: She transcends so much; it's it's insane. And and you know, speaking of transcending, on the other you know on the other side, on Monday nights here, you had a Ronda Rousey. You know, has been a a a huge fan of professional wrestling forever. You know, she she has never been, you know, uh, afraid to say how much that she loves. You know, of course, her going to PWG shows and various shows kind of all around. Of course, showing up at the Rumble, doing the most awkward point um, possibly (laughs) in quite some time. Uh, But, uh, you know, kind of calming everybody's nerves in that tag match at WrestleMania um, where she teamed with Kurt Angle. He kind of had a little bit more people on edge. Um, taking on the authority with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. And, you know, kind of after that match, I mean, I breathed and and Ryan, you know, was just like, Hey, she's going to be fine. She's going to adapt. Of course, you know, you had Natalia Neidhart, you know, working with her, you know, months in months out, you know, as Mm -hmm. well as, you know, Sarah D'Amato, you know, a lot of other people wanting to see her succeed. And I would say succeed. She has. You know of course winning the championship um against Nia Jax, at some money in the bank and not looking back to again having good matches and improving I would say her persona and on the mic which could be you know in, in the beginning um you know was definitely sporadic at times but definitely has controlled that and and I would say the raw emotion um and and you know, that she has towards Becky Lynch. And of course now Charlotte (laughs) Flair with them having, I I would say a definitely instant classic at survivor series, uh, especially the the post match um, uh, after uh, which raised that to about a seven star in my book. Um, But Ronda Rousey, obviously she's adapted really well. And like you said, I mean, hopefully you'll be seeing that live with 80,000 plus people, the man, versus rowdy ronda rousey i mean can you believe that we're here in 2019 saying that women are going to be main eventing a wrestlemania they've already main evented you know a few shows this year um you know the royal yep. rumble of course being one of them uh, and hell having their own show a wwe evolution which was probably one of the yep. better uh main roster shows if not the best main roster show all year yeah. Um I mean, again, what a time to be alive. What are your thoughts on Rousey, her progression, um, and, and where do you see the the kind of ceiling for women's wrestling in two thousand nineteen? Can they have their own? Yeah, I mean show? with uh with Rhonda,
3: um, you know, I c kinda had the same concerns. How is she gonna take to the style? Um certainly I could see some of that learning curve um with her her training partner with uh, Shayna Baszler coming into NXT, seeing how she yeah. started out, and, and at first you can kind of see it's difficult for them to give up a limb or to you know they're used to fighting on their back, so it's it, it can be kind of difficult to see them with their back on the mat, how they respond to it. But uh, uh, certainly Shayna's picked it up, and definitely Ronda has. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the one thing I noticed so much in that tag match at WrestleMania is her speed and agility in the ring really, really translates well. She's very fluid. She's very natural. And her style is in a really nice contrast to almost every other wrestler's style. Hmm. So many of them come in with a, a pro wrestling style. You know, they want to run the ropes. They want to do different holds for moves. Ronda's kind of uh, judo background and MMA background has really – made a nice contrast for her opponents. And I think it benefits uh, in matches when she's with Naya in matches when she's with Alexa. And they definitely have a huge match on their hands. And I'm glad we didn't as, as bogus as it was, For Mm -hmm. uh, Becky to take that punch and be out I'm glad we didn't see it at Survivor Series Because now they can wait (laughs) and wait And build and build And if we finally get it at WrestleMania I think there's no roof on MetLife Stadium But the roof is going to come off the build
2: My gosh That Man, now you just talked to me about uh, WrestleMania after the uh, New Japan Ring of Honor show uh, at MSG, yeah, I mean if you're still uh, in town. TV I mean, hey. <laughs> why? Not? Um, uh, speaking of why not? Why is Nia Jackson to be the tag team? Could they be the most dangerous team? Not, you know, in in the positive light. Could that be the most dangerous team in wrestling history? Besides, the Russo I brothers? think. I think. <laughs>
3: I think uh, at the at the at Women's Evolution when they had the Rumble uh match i thought tamina had one of the best showings uh, of anyone and i was like wow hmm. really impressed and then they have all of these matches again just too much exposure on raw week in week <laughs> out and you're, you just get soured on them and you're like hey eh, i've seen them i've i've seen that i've seen tamina so then you get really behind somebody like ember moon And then you're like, yeah, she's not going to win. She's not going to get pushed. She's not going to get her chance. They're going to keep her down. It's tough. It's really tough. There is so much talent. I think a women's tag team belt would greatly improve um, the roster, the exposure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's uh, not too far
2: off. I still think they they could definitely slide a secondary title. Um, you know, not now, obviously, yes. but, you know, sometime down the road. Because I, I truly mm-hmm. believe this is the best depth um, of a roster of of any gender in, in quite some time. And, again, that's that's yeah. just in the women's division on, on Mondays and Tuesdays. And let's not forget mm-hmm. the NXT, where, you know, with Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane, Shayna Baszler, who, who's my number probably three women's wrestler of the year. That's the crazy thing is, like, with... With female wrestlers of the year, I couldn't pick six in any order besides, of course, Becky Lynch, number one. But uh, hell, you can make sure. a case for Charlotte, <laughs> you know, who catches flack, you know, because, of course, you know, she's the Randy right. Orton of the females where she just hates being a face. No one can get behind that because everyone loves how sly and evil that they can be, and especially Charlotte Flair, as was seen at yeah. Survivor Series as well as the oh, post-match yeah. you know, breakdown with Becky Lynch, where, you know, as we saw at TLC and Evolution, um, you know, that's the Charlotte that we need. Um, and, yeah, like I said, it's, it's a wonderful time. Watch wrestling. Watch the women. Yeah, I was, I was worried, like,
3: with Becky out, are they just going to say, okay, here's the formula that works. She turns heel, the fans are going to love her. So now we've got Charlotte, and they don't like her. Here's what we'll do. We're going to turn her heel again and the fans are mm-hmm. gonna love her. But but I totally enjoy Heel Charlotte so much more oh, love it. than the smiley fan favorite Charlotte. And giving her that edge it's not so much as her, her turning heel on Ronda but just um tapping into that rage. We mm-hmm. certainly saw it in that that night and then we definitely saw it at uh the evolution uh, pay-per-view with the last man, last woman standing.
2: Are Sasha and Bailey, obviously, I mean, I think the riots squad might win or probably will win the tag, uh, the women's tag team championships. What the hell did they book Sasha and Bailey 2018 for? Will they, won't they, you know, they hate each other. Yeah. They're going to wrestle. They get hurt. Oh wow, this is a huge WrestleMania match. Nope, not really even on the car. It's just so crazy yeah. how you have, you know, at least one of your better workers, male or female on Sasha Banks. But you know, Bailey, you know, just, you know, kinda of been flat ever since. But you know, has had some interesting turns. But what do you kinda, you know, see Sasha and Bailey in two thousand nineteen? Just kinda going for the the, the Boston Hug connection? <sighs>
3: I mean, I would love to see them, let's say there is a women's tag belt, I would love to see them win that championship. But I am, I mean, I'm a big fan of both of them as singles wrestlers. And it's like neither one of them can even sniff the title picture, no matter what, (laughs) they're kind of relegated to uh, the kind of like uh, fun segments, I guess. And Mm -hmm. they both have title histories. They both have this great rivalries and great matches. They're capable of telling great stories. And I just wonder if they are going to get uh, those chances in 2019.
2: I hope so. I mean, only time will tell. Uh, but money does talk. Um, we'll kind of break down, you know, I would say one of the biggest news stories. I mean, we all know the, the immense amount of talent division has, on both rosters, but they also have some real stinkers. Um, It's kind of the new Japan formula, if you will. It's like, wow, these teams are going to be great. And then, nope, we're not going to do anything with them. Hopefully, 2019 will have some changes. Uh, But we'll get to what I think is the biggest news here really quick. A billion dollars, Fox paid to have SmackDown on Friday nights, which will start October fourth, two thousand nineteen. Of course, there's a lot of rumors. You know, who's going to be the announcing? What are they going to do with talent? You know, who do they want to see? You know, of course, Fox is uh, is apparently demanding at least a three point three, you know, uh, ratings, which they they what have been hitting well under two over the last couple of months on Mondays. And Tuesdays, what does this change with the landscape, you know, Dave, kind of with this billion dollars? And do you think this could overall be a positive, you know, kind of for the WWE with all the new competition that is out there and the alternatives that yeah, we all know of? I th- I mean, I think we're seeing big money
3: in this deal. We're seeing big money with – um aew and the cons i mean you got billionaires behind them there you've got billionaires behind uh the wwe and now there's partnership with fox it's huge money i think that can only mean it doesn't necessarily translate to a better product but if we do get i mean higher expectations higher standards maybe it does turn into seeing uh, a better product
2: it's crazy when we can see Troy Aikman talk about AJ Styles taking out, you know, <laughs> um, of course, I rumored see NXT... that by the way, <laughs> oh, some guy, AJ said, St- like, that's going to be crazy. Like the synergy that's going to happen with Fox programming, um, and WWE talent, uh, is going to be interesting. Um, NXT, of course, uh, rumored to go to Fox sports one, uh, again, NXT, I would say, uh, stealing the show, um, you know, in the WWE product um, that wasn't the women's um, division there, consistently top shows of the year, had one of the more stronger angles um, or feuds, I should say, with Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, again, match of the year candidates, you know, all the way from New Orleans to Chicago, um, you know, if you will, and what they did at NXT Takeover War Games, which I think is definitely one of the shows of the year, um, you know, with mm-hmm. having such drastic improvements with Velveteen Dream, you know, I, I think having a, a well-deserved match of the year um, with, you know, in that match, and of course Johnny Gargano and and, and Alistair Black, but Champa Velveteen Dream, of course, Undisputed Era is still, you know, being one of the, the hottest. Uh, factions in all of wrestling. I mean, with a few, you know, certain call-ups, you know, that we know are going to be coming, Lars Sullivan, Heavy Machinery, um, you know, just to name a few. I mean, do you think NXT should just kind of keep their talent that they have, you know, and, and not rush anybody? Or, again, with the impending merger with, you know, you know, maybe the top brass saying, hey, we might, we might need to shuffle people around. Who do you think... Three wrestlers or teams, Dave, should stay in NXT, or and name three that you think could prosper on a uh, on a main stage. This is really really tough, and I've had this conversation
3: uh, with some people, and it's interesting to see who does get called up and who doesn't. Some some like, with some talent, you you just know, it, like they don't they don't need need to necessarily become NXT champion to get called up. I could see mm-hmm. someone like Velveteen Dream having that happen. I could see someone like Gargano never winning the NXT title and getting called up. But then mm-hmm. it, it it is so important, I feel, for someone like Ciampa, for someone like, I think, Alistair Black to be the NXT champion and be that flag bearer for the brand. I think we see Adam Cole stay. I think it is a huge of huge importance for him to be the NXT champion. I think it makes a lot of sense for Undisputed Era to at some point have all the gold and to run the brand that way. Um, easily could 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 lead NXT for months from takeover to takeover to takeover. Um, mm-hmm. As a company, as a whole, as a brand, I mean, they knocked it out of the park every single time there was a takeover mm-hmm. event going all the way back to, uh was Philly uh, For the Rumble back in January no. the Gargano, match, Gargano And Andrade Almas
0: <laughs> I mean
3: you talk about a match Where they gave them the time They they mm. let them tell the story They let them wrestle their styles I mean just absolutely tremendous At one point in that match I thought uh, Gargano was dead He <laughs> He is a master A master of just Getting his ass kicked and fighting from underneath, and his – I mean, that's what he started the year with. Then you kick mm-hmm. off this feud with Ciampa, and the, the trilogy that they have from uh, New Orleans to Ch- the Chicago 2 to Brooklyn 4, mm-hmm. uh, amazing, incredible. Easily the feud of the year. And I i worry about a guy like Gargano at the main roster. Will he be, Will he still be as important? But I could see him making the jump. I could see Velveteen making the jump. Um, I could see Cole and Alistair Black staying, because okay. I think you still have guys <laughs> like uh, Matt Riddle coming up, Keith Lee coming up. Um, there are still opponents. Every this is, this is every time with NXT, you wonder how how will they replace the big guys? How will they replace Finn and Owens and Joe and Nakamura? And uh, Albus gets the call up, and uh, uh, McIntyre gets the call up. And you worry at the main roster. I mean, we we went to this holiday show the day after Christmas. Every single former NXT champion lost. Not that, not that wins and losses oh. mean something, but but almost lost. Samoa Joe lost. Even Big E, even in the New Day, their yep. their match they lost. Like <laughs> so, I, I you know they're gonna want to re 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 up and call people up. Um, the Night After Mania The Raw After Mania Smackdown After Mania Who will it be Who will it be ah, I could see I could see those I could see I don't know if I could name three But I could give you I can give you two That are coming up And I think those uh, Aleister Black and Cole Those are the two that
2: stay Oh my gosh I love it Speaking of re-up uh, How about next week We could do a little Wrestle Kingdom review we talk a little, you know, kind of see WWE. You, you, you want to come back, Dave, next week, and, and, and we'll talk some, some world of professional wrestling. Hopefully Warrior Wrestling got on. New progress, a chapter, I believe, 82, um, which I will have to gift you a subscription because you got to get into some progress All right. there. Um, yeah, well, and what as do long you think? As, as long
1: as,
3: uh, you know, as long as Jesse the Body, Jesse Ventura doesn't die in between <laughs> this show and the next week's show, you know, I'm thinking... I'll come back.
1: Oh,
2: Richard Nixon in the house. I love it. Um, (laughs) Thank thank you so much, Dave, uh, for coming on. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, Don't forget to uh, love us, of course. Like us on Facebook, WrestleCast Radio. Uh, Search in the bar. Like the page. Give us some love. Comment, uh, you know, again, on Twitter, at WrestleCast underscore SSM uh, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. Again, from today, January 3rd to January 7th, coupon code WrestleKingdom, 20% off. Hell, you can get all three shirts there and save yourself 12 bucks And I think you probably even get free shipping, of course, all the other awesome shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com. Also, don't forget to download the awesome grapple app, G-R-A-P-P-L. Get into something that's new and exciting for all of us. Marks out here for Dave Ritter. I am Alex Mello. Happy Wrestle Kingdom, everybody. Thanks for uh, stopping by. Thank you again, Dave. And we'll talk to You're you
0: welcome. next week. <laughs> ジュニア 1.4 <プロレス・冬フェス1.4> <音楽>